morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, near or far, high or low, you're listening to the Coach D Podcast. And listeners, I have another very, very special guest with me in the studio today. And listeners, you know how we do on the podcast. We have to make sure that we introduce athletes the right way. So let's get this started. Let me get my David Stone voice on. Hold on. Listeners, stepping on the court at five foot five by way of Bella, Minnesota, a special guard who has earned first team All-Lake Superior Conference, garnered All-State laurels twice, has scored 2,450 points whilst averaging 28 points, 10 assists and 7 rebounds. She has competed on the AAU level for the Minnesota Stars and now is part of the Brown University basketball team. Go Bears, shout to the team. Listeners, please give a warm welcome. Stepping on the court right now is Grace Oh my goodness, Grace! Talk to me. How are you? How are you feeling in in this moment? How's your How's your mental and your physical? Absolutely awesome. I just got through with an individual workout with my coach. Oh yes, sir. Phenomenal. Even though we had a tough lift yesterday, my shoulders are killing me, but um, <laughs> my form is looking good, so I'm happy. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, I mean, I think for for me and just for the listeners, one thing that I like to do is you know before because we're gonna get to um those those uh 2450 points that you scored in the past which is like mind-blowing to me but we're gonna get onto that but just before we you know speak on that the player that you are today kind of just um take us back into you know a very young grace who you know wasn't that nice wasn't that athletic and and you know the very time basketball was introduced to you yeah, absolutely. Um, I started out in ballet. Um, I absolutely hated it. I didn't like the tights. They was too tight. So then my dad came into my life and he was like, all right, we're going to try basketball. And so already, like, the basketball shorts were much more comfortable than tights. So okay. I was like, okay, like, I'm rocking with this. So anyways, he got me into basketball. Um, I was on a team for a long time with just all boys. I was so irritated because they never passed. Um, but I- <laughs> Right, right. Oh, so like, you see, when you said that you you um didn't like um doing ballet, was that recommended by your parents to do at first, or is it kind of something that you saw for? Okay, let me try this out. Yeah, it was just my mom. She wanted me to be, you know, the girl in the pink dress with the bows in her hair and the <laughs> Um, she she tried super hard, but it just wasn't for me. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. So I mean, what um see just 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 growing up where you're from i'm i'm so intrigued just in terms of how would you describe just the overall vibe and culture of what minnesota is like because for me you know like being from london you know the i mean obviously we hear about the nba as well as um international basketball but i think the the two main uh basketball coaches that we hear about over in the states is New York, where you know it's it's that tough, rugged, and one, no blood, no foul. They're gonna trash talk you, but they're gonna back it up. 
Then you got that Cali lifestyle that's a bit more like smooth, shorts, shades, the sun is there, catch a little tan. But just, just in, in terms of, you know, Minnesota basketball and, you know, just what they got going on over there, how would you describe some of the things that you was being exposed to from a young age? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Minnesota is not a basketball state at all. Um, okay. Big hockey country. Hockey. Everybody loves hockey. ice hockey. Ah, yep. Okay. Yep. So, um, I mean, they're, there's some hoopers. They're hidden, and especially where I'm from. I'm from, like, way up top, like, close to Canada. So, okay. um, yeah. So, I say, like, our style of play, like, you're not going to get trash talk. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Minnesota Nice, but people are very scared to ruffle feathers from Minnesota. Minnesota um, Nice. <laughs> this is the first time yeah. you're hearing this. Okay. Yep, that's what that's the term. Um, but there is, um, everybody wants to get better, it seems like. Um, everybody wants to be go as far as they possibly can. It's just, they're going to do it in a more quiet way. <laughs> right, right. Wow, I did. So then, oh man, that, did you, <laughs> when you was growing up, did you kind of have to fit in that box where you um, didn't want to, um, I don't know, come out of your shell? Or like, oh, come on, ref, call that foul. Was you like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You're right, ref, you're right. That was on me. <laughs> um, no, I, I literally have never fit into that box ever, especially like my dad is complete opposite. Um, he's from like Erie, Indiana, Chicago, and that area. Um, oh, he man. does not. He does not play that. So from a I'm young age, I'm yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking to the refs. I'm talking to the other players. Like I'm not. Right. Oh, cool. So um, just in terms of, because I mean, I, I I say this with all of my guests, and and it just continues to fascinate me. Just in in terms of you know, before we even get to AAU, which is a whole nother beast, and just 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 a whole nother platform to be exposed to. Um, how would you describe you know your developments of a player, just in terms of the team that you was being introduced to, some of the skills you were learning at the time, and just also what was the level like? when he was coming up yeah so um i originally started playing with a team full of seniors um eighth grade is when i kind of got introduced to varsity um and i had to play i had to play that role of kind of facilitating everything as an eighth grader um and it was very it was very stressful um but i learned a lot from that and then as i actually switched schools and went to a school that really didn't have much but i wanted to build something there um and so then we really just we started to come up um I would say that the style of play wasn't exactly what I wanted we played pretty slow getting into the post that's not necessarily like the way that I played and then my junior year we got a new coach and it was somebody that I actually knew personally and very cool with him and everything just went up we started to play fast it was like a, a culture of basketball that my area had never seen before oh, and wow. so because yeah because of that um we actually got Innovators, a lot of press okay i see you yep, yeah <laughs> we, had a, we got a lot of press a lot of coverage um it was a big deal in my area and then um the, as far as my development goes um i just my handle got right shot got more consistent i was using my triple threat moves explosiveness mm-hmm. everything everything just started to go up and uh, we ended up making it to state last year my senior year um winning until we had to go home for covid so it was it's been a steady journey up for me 
Oh man. So oh man, like when because I, I feel that every baller has that moment, whether it was a step back, whether it was a dunk, whether it was a Euro step, whether it was an hour one, whether it was a block, there was that moment that clicked in the head. They were like, okay, I'm I'm actually nice at this sport. Uh. So like like for yourself. When was that moment, and and you know what was it like for you? Oh man! All right, that brings me back. Um, this is gonna sound pretty bad, but no, oh no, talk to always, me. That moment that always comes back to me is um, actually like this last year it was at state, and I was not having a very good first half. Um, just not doing my thing, and I was super. Super, uh, uh, not nervous, but just like I was like, come on, like I gotta get this, like this is my name, like this is my last year, I have to go, or whatever. And so, right. Um, the other team, we were not supposed to win, but the other team was in a zone, and we we're on a big college court, and I was open, wide open from three, but probably maybe three, four steps behind the three-point line, and I was like, you know what, oh I'm just gonna, I'm just gosh. gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shoot this. Exactly. I'm like, what, what do I have to lose? But then um, I made it, and they actually got this on video. But then I made it, and then. All of a sudden, I was just like jumping, like that's the farthest I've ever jumped. I was just jumping straight up and down. My feet wouldn't <laughs> stop, and I was just like, I was like, all right, like it's time to play now. Like I'm, I'm not like, going down this easy. Oh, you see, it's oh my. So it's moments like that, right? Where I'm gonna be true for Grace. You see, if I if I there's been moments, right, where I would make a shot. And I'm thinking, yeah, that ain't gonna go. Oh, it went in. What? Wow, okay, <laughs> let me just run back on defense. Act like that was supposed to go in. But for yourself, like, how did you play that? Was you like, I got this? Or was you like, humble, humble? Let me just get back with D. Or <laughs> no, I, I, I promise, you, I was not humble in that moment. I was screaming, <laughs> um, jumping up and down. I was like, let's go. And then from there, like, we just as a team, we got real cocky. Like, we get to end. Once we was, we was screaming, we was clapping. It was amazing. An experience I will never forget. Oh my goodness! I bet, I bet. Now, I mean, geez, you 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 scored a whole lot of points, but I think just one milestone that must have been amazing for you was um helping the Hilltoppers to their first win in a Class AA state basketball tournament. So, just in in terms of when you reflect back to that, um, I think it's 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 huge, and the media and platforms you know speak about this a lot which is great but I think just for me as a coach and just a student of the game I, I think it's very vital just to highlight yes that was a great moment but if you kind of just kind of can speak to what were those practices like and what was the mindset like how great were your teammates and the coaching staff that led up to that moment absolutely yeah um we have a very small team and so we're very close-knit very together um and those moments practices leading up um we had always talked about what our end goal was like there was nothing too high for us um we just always looked super far ahead um and so gradually like practices got like very intense like we all had kind of taken upon ourselves to put our best foot forward and and get to that end goal no matter what that looked like and right. so there was times there was times when i'll admit it like you know, we, we were getting on each other because we just wanted, we all wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. um, but like at the end of the day, nobody took it personal. We just wanted to get there. And so um, we were just, we, the, the beautiful thing is that um, that year, I don't think I've ever seen 
as many people in the gym um, after practice shooting oh, and like than ever. Everybody, everybody that's was wicked. working on it. You know what I mean? Because everybody wanted that big moment. You know, they knew that it could be anybody. So that was great. Oh, that type of energy. You see, that can be the um, that can be the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? That can be like the the win or the break for a team. You know, because I was Absolutely. speaking to a player where you know she was kind of deciding which um college she wanted to go to and there was one college where um you know it was their first time where all the players stayed after practice to get some extra shooting and she was like wait this is your first time so you gotta do this on a regular okay cool i (laughs) appreciate the offer but let me go to the school that's that's actually been doing this it's a part of the culture and things like that you know so oh man that that moment that the energy just must have been absolutely insane yeah. Insane. Oh my goodness. Now, I mean, just in 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 terms of, I think one thing that I love about you is that you know you're you're really the student athlete. You know, um, a lot of times, um, I guess through, I don't want to say the media, but it 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 seems cool to be the athlete which is fine but sometimes they don't always cover themselves just in case basketball doesn't go my route let me actually Mm -hmm. focus on the studies also and just in terms of how you was managing the skills on and off the court in terms of you leading your team but also studying for school like one how did you even develop a routine where you was able to stick to it and focus on you know practice working out but also getting in these books putting the glasses on nerding out for a minute and you know getting the homework (laughs) done as well yeah um I've always loved school um to be honest I've always just had a drive to learn um and so I've always recognized that school came first but Mm -hmm. um to be honest it was never like I never had to force myself to do it ever it was just all right time for school like I can flip between the two um, and and I knew that with mm-hmm. teachers, um, so they've encouraged me to learn and broaden my horizons as well. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Now um, there was a picture that I saw on your Instagram, and I think every baller can relate. And um, I'm going to need some more context because it looked like you hit a step back three or got an and one or made that assist. You just, just threaded that needle for the perfect layup. There, there was so much emotion. You was literally screaming. Like, could you just kind of uh. take us back to that moment? And, and why there was so much emotion, not, not just from you, but from your teammates as well? Yeah, um, that was after the buzzer had sounded at State and we won. Um, and so it was just everything that I've worked for my entire life, like waking up at 5 a.m. to go shoot, being screamed at by my the <laughs> just kind of just kind of come together and it just all came out. Um, it was the perfect ending and I just I wanted to scream and let them know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Now, oh man. Um goodness me those so uh, i'm just kind of reminiscing back to those moments for myself man it's just but well, we're gonna be here for a long day if um i start talking about my <laughs> moments but um i think one thing that you know it's funny because i was um speaking to uh, my player just the other day just about 
you know, like where would we be if we grew up in the States? And the reason why I asked that was because, I mean, obviously the basketball here in London is um, high, but it's still developing just in terms of the leagues that you can get in, involved in and just the caliber of players. And especially, I think last year, I just really got to know just through speaking to players who's um, hooping out there, just how huge and how big the AAU is, you know, because I would kind of hear it in podcasts and NBA players talking about it, but it didn't really um, carry that much weight on. So when I'm actually hearing one-to-one stories on the AAU and travel teams and you're playing against some of the best players in the nation and there's certain teams that's got their strengths on. For yourself, first, how would you describe um, what the AAU level is like? Yeah, um, it's all fun and games, but I think a lot of people forget how stressful it really is. Um, oh, wow. My, my, my AU experience is kind of up and down. Um, it, it, when I was younger starting out, um, I was on like a, a very, very, very good team and I don't think I was quite ready for that. So that kind of, um, it taught me a lot and trust me, I would, I would never take that back. Um, it taught me resilience, but it can be a very stressful experience. Um, it can be hard on families, hard on people. Especially when there's so much pressure on you. Right, right. Um, but yeah, like as a society, um, American society, we've put a big emphasis on AAU and what everybody looks like in the teams and who's watching and all that stuff. So that's one side of it. But then the other side of it is you do get to just showcase exactly who you are as a, as a player um, at the highest level. Um, and AAU is, I think, where people really grow. Um, high school is fun and AAU so oh man see the, the, the thing with AAU see when you're playing in that crowd and you've got so many people looking at you um, obviously you get nervous but was you able to still kind of channel okay even though I might have a coach from so and so watching I'm going to still play my game or was there moments where you kind of found yourself playing outside of yourself if that makes sense yeah no that makes sense um no i always wanted to make sure i put my best foot forward um and so even if shots weren't falling even if i wasn't scoring it's the little things that coaches recognize too like cheering on your teammates making sure passes are on target rebounding talking just the little things as well and so i always just kind of went back to that even if i had a like mm-hmm. well at least I, at least they could have seen they could have saw that very right right oh uh, see grace i can't lie i'm uh, i'm gonna need you to say that again because man it's it's um you know i've i've definitely uh learned through the years that you know certain things i say as a coach will be understood good from players but when it's going from player to player it i think for me it can be just um understood on a little bit more of a better level so just me hearing you say it's the little things that count is huge because um a lot of players who are kind of just getting into the sport think you know i have to dunk or i have to be a great three-point shooter but it's exactly what you were saying just in terms of you cheering on your teammates you making that on time on target pass like for yourself like what how are you even um aware that it's the small things that count just as well as some of the big things also. Yeah, um, I think I've had great coaches and so they've always just kind of told me that. Um, but mm. then I think, I think I've think i kind of realized it myself that 
um, the teammates, let's say, that I have, um, I don't need them always to make every shot when I pass it to them. It's I still recognize their worth when they're being loud, when they're giving their full effort, um, when they're receiving uh, feedback from coaches. Realize that great teams have players like that, and right. if I want to be on a great team, I have to bring that. Right, right. Now, just in in terms of because I've I'm um, seeing some footage and the 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 shot, the handles, just the overall package that you get when you watch Grace is strong. So, just for yourself, just in terms of you know, how do you measure your own player development, but also how do you sharpen your own tools? Yeah, um, man, I like to dribble. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I genuinely like, I just enjoy it. I, I'm here in my dorm room sometimes and I'm just doing the ball. Some people downstairs probably hate me. But um, no, I, I'm always just kind of, um, I've had a ball in my hands forever. And so um, I guess we call it gym rat. That's just what I right. became. Um, right. there's, it's never, it's never really been a question to me um, of, of bringing myself to the gym. Just like I said, with school, I've never had to force myself. It's always just, I get to do what I love. I'm grateful. Um, I, I'm going to keep improving all of this stuff. Right. Um, and so over time, I've just continued to push myself, um, continue to be honest with myself about what my weaknesses are. I think that's mm -hmm. really important as well. I think kids like to focus on just what they're good at, um, but don't want to be honest about what they can't do. And right. so over Very time, um, yeah, being honest with myself has made me better. Right, right. Now, I mean, making the jump from high school to college is no joke, you know, and I just feel that each uh, podcast that I do, each guest that I have, it's just becoming more and more um, apparent to me, just in terms of, um, um, I didn't realise, I mean, obviously I knew the jump in terms of playing style, athleticism, experience would be huge, but... The lifestyle, like like one um, player, shout out to um, Ace, uh, she told me that, you know, you you really have to love basketball when mm -hmm. you get to college because it becomes a part of your lifestyle in terms of waking up early in the morning, film, weights, stretching, tape, then you still got to manage class and assignments and seminars, then come back for more shooting, the post workout, eating right, so... For yourself, I mean, before we even talk about, you know, you playing for uh, Brown University, um, how did you prepare yourself for some of the stuff that you was going to be doing at the next level? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's pretty much mental. Um, I, I had to come here with the mindset that I'm worthy, that everything that I've worked for has brought me here. Yes. Um, and if, if I didn't come in with that mentality, I'd probably be broken by now. But um, I think... There was a benefit to being in quarantine before coming to Brown. You know, we had those months where, you know, we were pretty isolated. Mm -hmm. um, and I took that time to really just self-analyze and be like, okay, like, what makes me go? Um, what skills do I have? What weaknesses do I have just as a person? Um, and I think I know myself so much better so that I can bring my best foot forward to this university. Um, and I think that's critical. Any athlete that's getting ready to go to college, you have to know yourself. You have to know what works for you and what doesn't. Otherwise, so you, you're you going to lose yourself here. Right. Right. And, oh, man, was there any um culture shocks? Like, damn, so this is what college board is like. Like, they did not tell me this in high school. <laughs> um, To be honest, um, no. I, I, this is everything that I've gone through, I've, I've expected. Um, I nice. prepared for it. 
um, I've talked to people who are in college and stuff. I was so ready for it. Um, and now I'm just embracing it. Like I'm embracing the sore muscles. I'm embracing waking <laughs> up being tired. I'm, I'm loving it because this is what I've wanted to get to. And so this is just part of the process. Right, right. And uh, this is your first season, correct? First year. Yep. Yep. Okay. So how um how deep are you into the season? Because I know right now it's um a lot of adjustments, and even with the um college games, some of the games have to be postponed or um cancelled. Um, how has that kind of affected you, just in terms of whether it's playing time or how many games you've played and things like that? Yeah. Um, we actually don't have a season this year. Um, so the Ivy League pretty much has erased games. So we've just been practicing every single day um, and improving ourselves like that. It's been an adjustment. Um, I miss the competition. I miss um, watching um, what you worked on be put into game and have that satisfaction. Um, right. But at the same time, I recognize that this is a blessing to us. Um, we get to be at college and just practice and not have to worry about games. So I'm going to use this time for the, for the best. Right, 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 and you see, I, I'm a bit true Grace. I'm uh, low key jealous of the lifestyle of, of of some of these college um athletes, man. Because like, <laughs> oh man, like just the, oh, you see, and if you're a true baller, you can relate. Like, there is nothing better than just waking up, be like. What time is it? 10? Right, let me have some breakfast. Let me go down to the court. Like, I don't yeah. have to fight for a ball. I don't have to fight for a rim. I've got a shooting machine. Where, wait, I can just stand here and shoot a hundred shots? Oh my, like, you don't understand. You don't understand. Listen, let me tell you how it is in London, Grace, right? And I'm gonna try not to cry, right? Whew, like, literally, like, I remember in high school, fortunately for me, I chose basketball because, um, one, it was a different sport. It was, you know, because growing up in London, it was pretty much football. So I knew that the pitch would be packed, but I knew that every every break and lunch, the court will be empty so I can get my shots up. Now, you can forget about the high school giving you a basketball because it's probably going to be like a netball or some super, super pump basketball that you can't use. So it, was a, it was a struggle just to get a nice basketball. Got wow. that. Number two now is is just finding a, a decent rim that's got a net because because there's something <laughs> about taking that shot and you hear that it's just absolutely to my ears. So when I'm seeing all these athletes now and I'm grateful that a lot of um, GB players are getting scholarships and playing over in D1, but they're like, Coach, I took a flight to play a game. I said, Huh? What do you mean a flight? You didn't. You, you didn't jump on a train so no 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 i took a fly and they give you everything and now coach i was shooting for two hours and i had no rebounder it was a shoot machine i was like you know what i need to actually go out there and experience this because just the lifestyle is just absolutely amazing and the one thing that i love with um you know how they do things over there is that i like a lot that you know and i'm very intrigued to get your take on this that they definitely prepare you not just physically, but mentally, just in terms of, you know, dealing with the media, how to answer questions and things like that. Mm -hmm. But for yourself, I mean, uh, is there any goals that you've kind of set yourself that when, you know, the league open opens back up and you've got, you know, a, a consistent flow of games, how do you see yourself playing those games both physically and mentally? 
Yeah, first of all, I the day that I get to play, I don't know if I'll be able to contain my ass. I'm so excited. I can already I picture it. myself just bouncing off the wall. Um, but no, I just I just really see myself being the best teammate possible and bringing my skills to my team. Um, I want to start something at Brown, kind of like I did for high school. I want to build each year um, and be able to get to the highest level by my senior year. Um, but I just want to do what I know how to do. I don't want to have to change too much, um, and I don't want to be too hard on myself either. I want to enjoy the process, um, know that it's a, 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 a marathon, not a sprint, and mm, well um, just just enjoy the ride, not, not be too serious with myself, but um, be serious with the game, um, take myself seriously, but not too seriously. Right, right, right. Find it that balance. So I'm curious, because you said not being too hard on yourself, is that mm-hmm. you say that from self-reflection, looking at yourself when yeah. you was a little bit more younger? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, okay. I'm extremely, extremely hard on myself. I think I've caused myself a lot more pain than good. Um, just, you know, taking everything out on my, me, um, mm. saying it's my fault, putting everything on my shoulders. Um, I recognize now that I can't thrive like that. That doesn't work for me. Um, right. And then, and then realizing that I, I can only do so much, but I can give it my all. Um, right. And so I think that always just gives me a lot of peace. Like when I know that I've done my best, when I have nothing left in the tank, like that's when I can be okay with myself. Mm, that's huge. That is that is so so huge. Now, just in terms of, because I think it's um, really really key, and especially here in London, you know, the girls' basketball programs are getting a lot more better in terms of when I started back in 2008 so I'm curious when you was growing up in um, Minnesota just in terms of what was the girls program or girls basketball culture like yeah it was it was pretty quiet Um, you know they the girls were kind of um, obviously underneath the boys um, but I think that like you said there's people that have looked at girls basketball and said there's real potential here there's some real hoopers in this right. they've lifted those um those players lifted those teams up and so i think um where girls basketball now is in minnesota it's fantastic um nice. i think there's so much there's so much potential in in the programs um i think people are really looking at girls basketball and and enjoying it um and so i'm really really happy about that that's what's up that's what's up because uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say the story because I, I think I've told the story a thousand times but long story short um, Grace I got humbled extremely humbled when I was a young naive 16 year old boy who thought I'm the best in my high school so uh, you know this was uh, back when I was volunteering to be a um, coach and shout out to my mentor coach Hugh I uh, went down to one of his practices and I'm seeing I'm like okay girls gonna hoop this is me back then okay she's nice okay I, I could tell she's the star player but if coach even asks me like you know play defense she ain't scoring nothing I'd be like a fool stepped on the court and shout to Yolanda she hit me with the coldest right <laughs> left and yeah yeah that that memory stings but I think it's, it, it was definitely humbling for me and it still resonates with me because it's it's beautiful that we're at a time where the conversation now is oh you're pretty 
nice for a girl no it's now nah, no nah. like she's just cold like period right like, like, like she's just a baller she's nice to know she, she's just a baller you know so yeah. that, like, I, I like the fact that the conversation is moving towards that but just in terms of um through what you've gone through even now would you say whether it's through self-experience or from what you've observed with um others is there anything you would like to see change just in terms of how girls are getting introduced into basketball but also maintaining that level of interest yeah um I think that there's still um a disconnect when it comes to development um Mm -hmm. I think that there's girls that have that genuine love for the game they want to get better and yet they still lack some of that develop fundamental development that they should have learned very young right. um, and then i think there's coaches that just you know kind of pass them along um don't want to do the, the dirty work i guess and get into their fundamentals their basics right um they just kind of want to keep pushing it along just have them play a system um there's still needs to be a, a bigger emphasis on development um and making sure that kids have their bag stuffed with um arsenal with with good fundamental basics i um, love how you, you know that, stuff Grace. like that say that again yeah. i love that how that bag <laughs> full overflowing i love it <laughs> i love that yeah yeah oh man oh man so i mean just in in terms of now because you know um, a lot of people say basketball is life but you know not just on this podcast but ballers are just across the whole world have you know up applied what they learn in basketball to life so when you kind of look at yourself so far in your playing career what are some of the lessons you learn in basketball that you find using in life on a day-to-day basis yeah absolutely I think first and foremost um patience like Mm. I've kind of said um multiple times today just being patient with yourself enjoying the process um knowing that what's what's meant to be for you will come um you just have to keep putting in that time putting in that effort um and it'll eventually come and then secondly um i think basketball's definitely enhanced my competitiveness um i'm literally so competitive in anything um (laughs) like like i could be walking down the street and if i need to open a door and i'm like neck and neck with somebody like i'm gonna run to the door and like open it for them um that's that's just who I am. Um, so right. thanks, basketball, for just making me a dog, a killer. I wanted to, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, and then um, I'd also just say um, I think every day that I wake up and I get to play basketball, I'm just so grateful. And I think that gratitude carries out into everything I do. I wake up here and I'm like, wow, this sport got me to Brown. And um, I just, I don't know, I just feel so much thankfulness in my heart that I'm able to do what I do, that I'm able to wake up and, work on my craft um, and thankful that it's brought me to these amazing people and and amazing experiences amazing places so I just I think it's just given me so much to be grateful for see this this kind of leads me to my next question if I may ask who is Grace outside of basketball because the reason why I asked it is because I I I didn't even ask myself this question until the beginning Mm. of quarantine when it hit us in London in like March. And I was like, okay, I ain't go hoop or coach. It's cool. The last answer's like, I bet. Let me watch that. Okay, coach, what's next? Uh, let me look at some old school NBA games. Cool. Okay, what's next? Uh, let me work out, you know, so I can, I, I can stay in the shape. Wait a minute. Okay, 
Koshi, let's just take the coaching hat off. Okay, Demetrius, <laughs> what do you like to do in your spare time that does not involve basketball? And I was like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you know really? so it, was, it, was, it was quite hard to kind of separate um you know demetrius from coach d as of demetrius being i can be hella goofy my friends know that and the friends and the people listening yes demetrius you can be hella goofy i like anime learning languages and stuff like that so for yourself you know do you kind of from from the same battle or or are you able to separate okay as soon as i take off these Kyries, i am grace yeah yeah i think that is such a a common thing for athletes to deal with. Um, mm. I think that it's, I go back and to wanting basketball to be such a big part of my identity and then wanting to just be great. Um, mm. But I would say that without basketball, take all that, take all that away. Um, I'm just a, a woman who loves to read. I love to learn. Um, and then I'd say I'm somebody who likes to listen. I love hearing people's experiences. I think that um, I love when people open up to me. I have so much love to offer the world um and then i just say that um i'm somebody that how do i say this um i'm gonna i'm this not even on no cocky stuff but like i'm gonna do great things like i have so hey, much to offer the world like i have so much to offer the world and like i already know i feel it in my soul that like when i'm done with my life like i'll be able to say like i gave something to the world i changed it in one way or another mm. see i I love how I, I feel like Grace low-key beat me to the punch because I love how you were starting all humble, but then her partner was like, her <laughs> nah. was like, don't get it twisted now. Like, Grace ain't no chump. Like, she can, like, the minute you say, like, you know, all right, man, you can't shoot this three. Oh, bet. I got you. Like, step back high, you know? So <laughs> I love right. it. I love it. Bet. So just before we wrap up, we're about to enter the third quarter, which I like to call the quick hitter segment. So it's just a list of questions and we're going to see where you're at with them okay so the first one grace is what would you say is a skill that is taught by many but only mastered by a few um passing mm. why do you mean that um everybody everybody can pass but not everybody can pass like i feel like a big part of passing is knowing who you're passing getting into them in a great position um, knowing where their strength is going to be a lot here um, and, and and knowing when to pass when to make the right passes all that stuff anybody can make a pass but passing is an art it's a craft you have to like be intentional about it completely completely understood understood next one is best piece of advice you ever received Oh man, best piece of advice I've ever received. Um, I, I, nobody's ever told me this, but I heard this um, when I was very young um, from the video actually. And the quote was, um, maybe not immediately, but absolutely and most definitely. And that's just been something I've stuck with my entire life. Um, maybe not immediately, but absolutely and most definitely. There is no doubt in my mind that I'll achieve all my goals. Just not right now, maybe. That took me a minute to catch up. I'm not even gonna lie. That was that was that was. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. Say that again. So maybe not immediately. Yep, but absolutely and most definitely. And most definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, that had nothing to do with the coach. What are you doing? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> 
Okay, next one. Oh, interesting because you uh, touched upon it a little bit um, earlier in the pod. Is if it wasn't for basketball, I wouldn't have learnt filling the blank about myself. Uh, I wouldn't have learned how competitive I am without basketball. Um, <laughs> I'd probably. This is really sad, but I'd probably let people walk over me. Like people in Minnesota, they aren't very hesitant or they are very hesitant to say what things make them feel they're very hesitant to be confrontational with people um Mm. and and they're like I said they're uncomfortable with ruffling feathers and me I'm competitive I want to win in everything like I'm going to I have to if I have to ruffle feathers I'm gonna do that right right oh man that's that's, it's so funny because as you were saying that I can literally see like two different plays like the first one who's like they want to scream at you for turning ball over. They're like, Grace, that, mm, good try. You know, good try. Just, just come on. Just, um, hey, 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 Grace, come on now. Like, I'm going to need you to fix that pass and just let's get it done, you know? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So interested. Okay, final one before we enter the fourth quarter. What would the title of your autobiography be? Oh, easy. Um, <laughs> my favorite book of all time is called A Girl Named Disaster. And so I probably just named my autobiography, uh, a girl named disaster like grace kerr <laughs> like, not to mean not to mean that i am a disaster but that the world around me can be disastrous and yet i'm going to be my peace i'm going to be strong i'm going to fight no matter what yes i love it i love it okay next one now we're kind of we're gonna have a little bit of fun in this fourth quarter what i do with my guest is i give my guests 10 seconds and you need to name me five things grace so i might say as an as an example i might say grace i'm gonna give you 10 seconds to name five nba teams and when you hear the background and you start hearing the countdown that's when you can just start seven listing them off five okay there okay first one grace is 10 seconds to name five NBA players. Ten, nine, Kemba Walker, eight, Allen Iverson, seven, Dwight Howard, six, five, Blake Griffin, four, LeBron. Three, yes, sir. Two, easy, easy one. first one. Okay. Next one. Ten seconds to name five NBA teams. Ten. Nine, Minnesota Timberwolves, eight, Milwaukee seven, Bucks, um, six, LA Lakers. Five, um, four, three, um, 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 two. <laughs> you know what I love that I, I can't lie. I'm gonna give that brownie points. I love how you were like the first team, Minnesota Timberwolves. I repeat, we could put that first, Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, third one. I can't lie that guests in the past have kind of stumbled a bit i i think you really have to be a a, a, a high level student to really know this side of the nba so i'm very intrigued to see where you're at with this next one so grace you have 10 seconds to name five nba coaches 10 9 um, 8 um, 7, oh my god um, 6, 5 um, 4 
um, 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 um. <laughs> I, I see their, I see their pictures in my head. I was right. Steve Kerr. Wow. We'll take it. We'll take it. Okay, we have the last two. Grace, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to name five international players in the NBA. 10, 9, 8, 7, Okay, you know what? Last one, last one. We're, we're going to finish strong, okay? This Actually, yes. no. Last two, sorry, last two, but these okay. last two should be easy. Oh, oh sorry. okay. Grace is locked in. I can feel it. Why yes, is, I'm so lucky. Why is the body language change, Grace? Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just sit up in my seat. Hold on. <laughs> she said yes. Okay, come on, coach. Let's go. All right, bet. Final two. Grace, 10 seconds. Give me your top five players of all time. Easy. Allen Iverson, Nine. number one. Number two, Kevin Walker, number three, Kyrie, number four. We're going to go with LeBron and number five, Kobe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. We're we're bringing that lead back. Okay, it's a race. It's a tie game. Okay. We are inbounding the ball. We're about to take this three. Okay, let's get this one. Final one, Grace. Should be easy. Ten seconds to name five artists that get you hyped before a game. Easy money. Ten, nine, eight, Ooh. seven, Ooh. six, uh, 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 five. Beyonce, Nicki, yes, and Cardi. Yes, sir. Easy money. I love it. I love it. Hey, that, we started strong. By the half, we we kind of stumbled a bit, but we came back strong. Grace yep. even had time to do a little pump fake, step back, hit three. She run about like, come on, man, you know this, man. Why y'all? <laughs> that's not surprise, man. Come on, man, you know this. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Right, Grace. For the people who want to follow you, see what you got going on, please let us know where can they find you. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at G A K I R K A. Um, Grace Kirk on Twitter and uh, what else is there? I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> bet, bet. You know what? I love it. And she was like, all right, bet. Follow me on the socials. All right, follow me yep. on the IG real quick. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. Right. Listeners, first of all, I want to say, Grace, thank you so much for your time. A lot of gems in there. A lot of things for players to understand and be prepared for, not just in terms of getting to that next level but how to maintain playing at that high level as well so this is myself and a humble but don't get it twisted grace kirk signing (laughs) out